everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor, and I'm here along with my co-host, Norm Mintel, the other Dr. Mintel. <laughs> There's two of us. <laughs> and every weekend, hey, we're here, we're doing life together, and we're so glad you've joined us. Yes, we are, and fa-la-la-la-la, la-la-la. It's Christmas, it's everywhere, Seasonal. I can't now. escape it, I mean, it's around us. I will. I won't ask you, but I'll ask her right at home. Do you have your tree up yet? Don't we know some people who put it up so early? It's just kind of silly. But well, and then there's other not people, for them. And then there's other people who, who do wait it. till Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always looking. There's like one tree on the lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> that must be the one they get. You don't have to decide that way, I guess. <laughs> you know, we saw Christmas stuff in Costco in August. August. That's I know. that's sinful. Now, we usually wait until, you and I wait until after the weekend after Thanksgiving to put right. up our tree. We do. Because I do love this time of year, and I do like the tree up for at least a month. Well, we keep it up until New Year's Day. Typically, right. New Year's Day during all the football games, mm-hmm. we're dismantling the tree. Yeah, and we make it kind of a family thing, yeah. hot chocolate, and we just kind of... Well, now that the kids are not with us as much, it's... It may be just it, yeah, yeah. it takes us longer. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have help. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But we do know people who put it up early, yeah. and we saw stuff in the stores early. But I draw the line at Christmas music. I know. You put a ban on Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. So I have not heard much. Um, you know, I do remember hearing it in stores, though, before Halloween. I walked into someone's office the other day, and I heard Christmas music. I said, wait, excuse me? And she said, oh, I play it all year long. I oh, go, uh, wow. Okay. Well, they, those Hallmark movies are all year round. I mean, well, I've been seeing those for, I think, they, I think they run through the, they really run at Christmas, but I think they run at other times too. I don't but, know. But I feel bad for the people who work in stores who are playing Christmas music and it just loops over and over and over and over. Yeah. That's got to be irritating. Well, listen, <laughs> you're not the only one concerned about that. Listen to this. Clinical psychologist Linda Blair says that relentless holiday music can be mentally draining. I agree. I agree, but please explain it for (laughs) us. (laughs) Okay, she says that if you work in a store and you continually hear that music over and over, you have to work very hard to tune it out so you can actually concentrate on your work. So because you spend all your energy trying not to hear what you are hearing, you get mentally drained. Well, you can't help it because you know the songs. And you, even if it's in the back of your mind, you're singing along and that's got to be distracting. <laughs> it's not good for the job, I think. It's, maybe they ought to use that angle and say, hey, if I'm not concentrating on my job, this can't be a good thing. There you go. Well, I think there's more than just Christmas music that drains our energy. So today we want to give our audience tips on how to stay mentally healthy during the holidays. I know there's a lot of stress. Goes along with all the good parts of the holiday. We're spending money. We're getting together with family. Uh, we're going to parties. We're events. We're nonstop. We're messing up our routines. Probably not taking very good care of ourselves, at least food-wise. So we need to give some holiday stress busters for you. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? <laughs> Dr. Linda. <laughs> Dr. Linda for holiday stress busters. There you go. Who are you going to call? All right. <laughs> I so like the, it. So the key to stay, the key is really, Norm, to stay mentally fit during all this busyness and the stress of the season. But you have to be intentional about this or mm-hmm. you're going to find yourself dropping into bed exhausted, maybe getting sick, maybe moody. So our stress busters are going to be body, mind, and spirit. All right. Let's start with body then, specifically 
all the fun stuff, eating and drinking, (laughs) all that extra eating and drinking makes us lethargic. Some people, it's like just slows the way down and they just sit and veg. Mm -hmm. Probably we don't think about how much the change in diet affects us, but it does, I presume. It does, because it's usually a lot more sugar, Mm. a lot more fat, and foods with little nutrition. Mm -hmm. I know I love Christmas cookies, and I don't typically eat a lot of cookies during the rest of the year, but... Boy, at Christmas, just give me that with my coffee and I'm good. And so during this month, a lot of us are, are constantly bringing in treats to work mm-hmm. and to school. And we're buying things we don't usually buy. We're going to events with lots of food and drink, which means we have to intentionally pace ourselves to avoid that holiday weight gain and that feeling of lethargy that you mm-hmm. mentioned. Mm-hmm. So when you have the chance at any event, whether it's at your house or out, If you can find a vegetable tray or some type of protein option, park yourself by those. I know they don't look as good sometimes as the other things, but if you have to munch, go for the vegetables. Those are better options and you'll fill up. You'll be part of that, you know, participation and cook healthy at home when you can cut down on regular meals so you can allow yourself a few treats. Then you're going to feel more energetic. That's good. And then for a lot of people, there's the celebratory social drinking. Yeah, and alcohol may relax a person, but remember, it's a depressant. And excessive drinking can cause low mood, irritability, and even aggressive behavior. And you certainly do not want to drink and drive and have something terrible happen this season. right. And then when we talk about sleep in a moment, you know, alcohol can really disrupt people's sleep as well. Yeah, and you often talk about the importance of exercise. And I would imagine that exercise is medicinal, has medicinal help, and probably reduces stress during the holidays. So maybe get your New Year's uh, resolutions started early. That's right, because it really is a mood boost. And it gives you a little bit relaxation. So if you can just be mindful, get up and move, you know, maybe put your steps on your phone and say, I'm going to take so many steps during this time. Because physical activity releases that feel good chemical, those endorphins, Mm -hmm. and those help you feel relaxed, you feel happy, it boosts your mood. So regular exercise can boost our immune system as well. And I know you're around a lot of different people during the holidays. A lot of times children get sick and then everybody kind of gets, it goes through the house. So the better you can do anything to get your immune system better, and exercise is one of those things, you can help fight off those colds and flu viruses that are so prominent in the winter months. Okay, but some of us live in the north where getting out is no longer an option. Walking, you're walking on ice or snow and it's difficult. Uh, Exercise is more, uh, getting to the gym is more difficult even. So give us some ideas. How else can we do this? Well, you know, I grew up in the north, so I think there's so many things you can do in the north. You can do ice skating. That was one thing I did every day after school. I grew up in the tropics. We didn't ice skate. But you could get out and do other things. <laughs> so so there's a lot of outdoor ice rinks. There are all kinds of winter sports that you can do. You can go for a winter walk as long as you, you know, you're not walking on ice and it's right. not dangerous. Um, it's a little less strenuous form of exercise than maybe going for a hardcore session in the gym. But if it's movement. Think mm-hmm, movement. Mm-hmm. So um, it's hard to avoid all the overindulgence. So we do want to try to do some different kinds of exercises during this time of year. Mm -hmm. And so maybe, you know, you go out for a walk if it's cleared somewhere after a family dinner. Or a lot of times if you like to cross-country ski, that's that's a really great form. It's a little bit more rigorous doing that. Build a snowman. 
you know, have a snowball fight. We used to do that. Sometimes people even take the football out there and throw That's it true. during the winter. You're just cracking me up. I grew up in the tropics. We didn't do any of this stuff. We didn't have that white stuff. It's just, but but we do know that being you outside. Lived, wait a minute. You lived in Michigan. We've lived in the north in Chicago. So you have no excuses here. Yeah, but Stop can, talking about can, what you grew up with. You were an adult it, it was, it in was, winter it's, and it's cold. It's convenient not to <laughs> be stuck in the snow and the ice. Yeah. But we do know it helps to be outside, right? Because yes. of the, the light. Yeah, and it, it does. It's a natural source of vitamin D, which many people are actually depleted of, especially during the winter months. And also, Norm, if you spend time in nature and you're out there and you see you know, the, the, beauty, the beauty of God in the wintertime, it's a different kind of beauty, but that is also a stress reducer, just looking at the natural beauty. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. There's so much to do this time of year, as you said, and so many people find sleeping difficult or at a premium, and I know you've told us how important sleep is. Yeah, you have to figure out a way to get your sleep pattern at least a little bit monitored. Because if you don't get that good sleep, there's really good evidence that there is a link between your sleep and your mental well-being, meaning that you improve your quality of sleep, you can feel better with your overall mental health. If you're really struggling, just Google sleep hygiene, Hmm. and it will give you some ideas of what you can do to help yourself go to sleep. Did you know Paul McCartney wrote yesterday in his sleep? What? (laughs) Supposedly. Well, I think that's that's, that's something you read, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I need more sleep then. Maybe I could write a Right, a, a big, hit. huge hit, <laughs> yeah. an all-time hit. You know, sleep affects our ability to use language, to sustain attention, to understand what we're reading and summarize what we're hearing. If we compromise on our sleep, we're going to compromise on our performances, our mood, our interpersonal relationships. So, and again, I'm just going to shout it out there for your immune system. It helps. Okay, so let's pivot to the mind. You, you started getting us there. The, the American Psychological Association revealed that most Americans' stress tends to increase rather than decrease during the holidays. So help us. Okay, so along with all of that stuff that we have to do comes emotions of all kind, and they can increase this time of year. And mostly it's the negative ones that increase. So anxiety, grief for the people that have experienced mm-hmm, loss, mm-hmm. and then all the stress we're talking about. So many times what's creating stress that we don't think about is trying to create that perfect holiday where you have to do everything. Mm -hmm. And that includes Mm -hmm. all the shopping and the decorating and the cooking and the cleaning and the wrapping and the baking. And all of that can be overwhelming. Okay. Well, that's going to stress us all out. But this this isn't. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And we'll do more about holiday stress busting. And we know who we're going to call the stress buster, Dr. Linda. Did you know you have a conflict style? Everybody does. Are you a conflict avoider? Maybe you don't avoid, but instead react intensely. Or perhaps you are a great negotiator. Dr. Linda Mento offers a free conflict quiz when you visit her website, www.drlindahelps.com. Click on the picture of her latest book, We Need to Talk. Then have a friend or your partner take the quiz too and see if you can navigate conflict successfully. Hi, I'm Dr. Linda Mintel of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. And I'm Dr. James Cribbs, and we co-authored a book, Living Beyond Pain. If you're one of the 100 million people suffering from chronic pain, this is a book for you, Living Beyond Pain, in stores now.
You're listening to the Dr. Linda Mendel Show. Congratulations. Remember, you can listen to this program anytime on our podcast on MyFaithRadio.com. And you can check out Dr. Linda's website, DrLindaMental.com, for her blogs and her links to social media. Join her there on Facebook, on X or Z, or whatever Twitter has become. <laughs> Come on, it's X, you know that. <laughs> From a man who doesn't use it. <laughs> that's right, that's why I don't know. Thank goodness oh, I'm goodness. doing this for the show. It's a good thing. <laughs> yes. So before the break, we were talking about perfect holidays and families and all these kinds of things. I don't know, if your cousin wants to come and stay, what are you going to do? Well, you you really, the bottom line here is you're going to have to learn to say no to a mm-hmm. lot of things. Now, I'm not saying your cousin can't come, but if let's, let's say you want to, your cousin wants to come and you have a one-bedroom apartment and they want to stay the entire week before Christmas and they're bringing their newborn twins. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So that's easy. <laughs> that's easy. No, but it's not easy when it's family norm. Sometimes yeah. you don't want to be, you want to hurt their feelings. You want to try to engage them. But this is really a season where you're going to have to set some boundaries and say no occasionally. Um, just don't be the go-to person for everything mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. or feel you have to do it all. You're only going to end up exhausted at the end of the day. And you really won't enjoy the time because you're just constantly doing Right, right. Sometimes family fall into this category. Sometimes it's others. But what about the negative people that you know? You know, the Baha Humbug Scrooge type people who bring you down during the holidays. Yeah, a mind uh, stress buster would be to really find those people who are positive that Mm. you can hang out a little bit more with. I know that if they're family, you might have to just minimize your interaction with them or you can try to make the conversation a little bit more positive. Mm -hmm. Like maybe try to just keep changing it to more of a positive spin on that. Because if you're constantly with people who are negative, you're going to feel down all the time. And then you're going to avoid things. And you don't want to have to avoid things because of that. So you really want to learn to take charge and, and just say, you know, we're talking about a lot of down things. Maybe we could talk about something really good about the holiday. Maybe just be very direct and change the conversation. I like that. You could do a little extra work by trying to change the topic yeah. and see if that works. Yeah. Hmm. What about keeping up all the traditions of the season? You know, sometimes families accumulate tradition upon a tradition upon tradition. It could be overwhelming and probably exhausting. It is kind of exhausting, actually, when you start thinking about all the things that you have to do. I mean, you have to clean the house if you're hosting it. That's just a big job right there. Just at that. You know, and then wrapping packages and getting out cards and all the things that you do that's overwhelming. I think you just have to give yourself permission to say, I'm just maybe not going to do that this year, or I'm going to do it differently this year so it's not so overwhelming. Wait, do people still do cards? Well, we do. A few. We've done some. We're down to a few. But one year, I remember we were in the process of moving. It was just too overwhelming. I just said, I'm not going to do it this year. And it was freeing. Yes, it was. It was very freeing not to do that. Facebook worked just as well. It did. I mean, I know it's not as personal, but focus on what you and your family want to do for the holiday instead of what everybody thinks you should do or what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. for example, here's one. If the thought of cooking Christmas dinner just gives you a headache... (laughs) Then maybe arrange to have friends and family over to help you cook ahead of time or hold a potluck dinner instead. That's interesting. And here's one, shopping. I know for some people shopping is wonderful. You love to shop. And other people hate shopping, our daughter. 
Yeah. You know? So, but you shop ahead. In fact, you shop all year long. I do. Uh, you're certainly not a last minute person. No, and it's a lot less stress for me if I'm doing it a little bit at a time. Um, I, I don't do well when it's at the last minute. Right. Some people really get excited about that. It's an adrenaline rush. I, I know, but I remember, um, you know, there was, I was working at my mom's uh, clothing store. And I remember that all these men would come in at the very last minute, like Christmas Eve, you know? <laughs> and then they would all say, oh, I would say, what size is she? Because they were trying to buy a dress for last their wife? Last minute, yeah. yeah, last minute. And and so there were, you know, there were very few options left at the last sure. minute. And so they'd go, oh yeah, I think she's your size. Well, I'm sure she wasn't, but <laughs> I only have this dress here, you know? And so then it was just a headache because they would just get something just to wrap it up. Right, and right, then, and have something. Yeah, and then the returns would be huge <laughs> after Christmas. <laughs> the day after Christmas. Oh, it was a nightmare. What about yeah. shopping online? I don't find that terribly – it doesn't make me happy. I'm always worried it's not going to be right. I know. I, You know, we're millennials would say we do it always online. Right. So we have differences. I'm, I'm doing more of that, but the problem is with certain things I have to see it touch it, right. put it on, right. and see if it works. But you can take advantage of online shopping instead of rushing to malls or shopping centers. You can make. You can also think about making homemade gifts mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. give gifts of service, like volunteering to do something for someone or you know, a volunteering to cook a meal or volunteering to, volunteering to drive someone to an event or do something special like that. That might be an easier way than having to buy, 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 buy. That's a good point. Speaking of buy, 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 I think a whole lot of people get stressed out over the finances at the holiday season, Christmas. Some people get stressed out, oh, I can't spend that much, I can't spend that much. Other people spend like crazy, and then they mm-hmm. get the bills, and they're really stressed yeah, out. Yeah, that, that credit card debt is just not – we could do a whole show on that, yeah. just credit card debt and buying. But, I mean, things like, you know, you really need to think about – strategies here so all these families have different strategies some people will just buy for one person some people will just limit the number of gifts uh, that they're going to get or limit the amount that they're going to spend on a gift because some people can spend more than others and then people feel bad if you draw that name and it's the rich cousin and you draw this name and it's the cousin who has no money (laughs) it's like you're not going to get a great gift and then you know if you're traveling to visit family for christmas it's expensive. Right. I mean, we were having trouble getting our kids to our house because of how expensive travel was. So, you know, maybe booking things way in advance and looking for, you know, budget um, flights and things like that. Just make sure that you budget for your holiday shopping and then stay within it. It can be very inviting to just get extra stuff, but if it's not in your budget, it's probably not a good idea. So it's really about getting a budget, planning, talking to your family members, figuring out what works so that you don't have all right. that debt in January. It can be all the Black Friday sales you want, but if you can't afford it, you can't That's afford right. it. That's right. That's right. I We said that to our kids all the time. It might be a great buy, but if you don't have the money for it, right. don't do it. Right? Okay. You talked about travel. Travel these days is more and more stressful and at the holidays when the volume of travelers is exponentially huge you can't even walk down you can't even walk down an airport without just bumping into people all the time talk about the stress of holiday travel you know i think it's other than the the finances of it you just have to give yourself a lot of time when you need to go someplace especially now like you said with the airports they're just, you need to have time mm-hmm. and make sure you're getting there or just pacing yourself if you're driving someplace. Make sure you give yourself time to get there, listen to music, read a book, 
just take a few minutes to recharge, um, especially if you're having to spend a lot of time on the road and 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 or in an airport. Right. It's Tra- hard. Traveling in the car in the weather can be bad. It's just but not traveling fun. on an airplane is. It can. It's, it's utter all insanity. stressful. So you need to really relax and say, okay, I'm just going to deal with this. It's going to be tough, but we're all going to deal with it. We're all going to take a deep breath. And we're going to just yeah. just ease ahead into of time it. Yeah. ahead of time say patience. we know this is going to take a lot of extra patience and, patience. and yeah. we're going to do it okay yeah. in our remaining time let's talk about some good stress busters the spiritual stuff of holidays the 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 biggest one is keeping the meaning of Christmas in focus and not letting it get so lost like it seems to be in our culture well do you see much of anything in the culture anymore outside of the church nope outside of the church you don't you don't so you really do have to attend a church or you have to keep up those traditions yourself you know we're gonna we have a show on christmas traditions i love that show Mm -hmm. we ask people what their traditions are and it's such an important part of making meaning out of all the additional things that you have to do this time of year i think that's a great reminder to us that we should deal with people with kindness in a christ-like fashion given that stress can make us so irritable and agitated again if we're planning for patients at the airport we should plan for patients with people yeah and know that we're going to have families with a lot of differences people will not think the same they don't act the same they might not have the same values you do so focus on being respectful of others, um, and then, and even having boundaries with people. Right. If you're getting ready to get into a fight, maybe that's the time just to say good night. Yeah, <laughs> gotta go, and not let it go. Uh, one of the best family stress busters is, I think, joining into Christmas games and activities. Norm, I think you can create a lot of memories mm-hmm. and have fun around an activity. That's going to reduce some of that tension that people tend to get to if they're just sitting around with not a lot to do. Mm, that makes sense. I remember a Christmas party we went to last year. We had so much fun playing a game. I, I think about that every once in a while. But we do need to be liberal with our grace and our forgiveness this time of year, especially if your family is difficult. You know, I know it's not easy with family that's difficult, but just think of the witness that you'll bring to um, the family members who are struggling if you respond with grace and forgiveness. It's really the best way you can be a person of faith. That's a gift you give to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Try not to argue. Try not to fight. Try not to be disagreeable. This is not the time of the year to bring up big problems. Don't look for offense. Mm -hmm. Try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And you know what? If you need to take a break, get out of the house, go for a walk. It's okay. It's Mm -hmm. scriptural to help people in need. And if you're cranky, you can't help. And you know, one of the good things you could do, and you could do this as a family, is get out there and serve. Mm. That's really the spirit of Christmas. Just go out and serve a meal to the homeless or do something that would make meaning in people's lives. Go to a nursing home, sing carols, do something that would bring joy to other people. That's good. And I think the very best thing we can do is refocus on the spiritual truth of the holiday. I know it's a cliche, but the reason for the season is Jesus, and that's the truth. It is. And so make a concerted effort to realign the focus of the holiday to reflect your spiritual beliefs rather than all the commercial values that we see. You may need to discuss how you're going to do this with your family. You know, we do Christmas events at church. We Mm -hmm. sing in Christmas presentations. We go to a Christmas Eve service. We read the Christmas story. We carol. We do a lot of things around the real meaning of Christmas where God gave us his gift of the baby Jesus. Right. And that's the one place we should focus our attention. Right. So your time, spend time with God. 
Get up early or end your day with Bible reading and prayer, meditating on His Word. That's the best stress buster we can mm-hmm. give you for the season. When we stay intimate with God during the busyness of the season, it's centering, it helps us stay in peace. Continue to do your Bible study in your quiet time or start one now. God's Word tells us that He will keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on Him. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Many thanks to our producer and my co-host, Norm Mental, who makes this show a conversation, and to our technical producer, Katie Sims. From all of us here at Faith Radio, we'll talk to you again next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> doing life together.